chapter twenty of some battle stories by ellick john dawson this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter twenty on the way to london for the time i was leaving behind me the long trimly kept landing stage at southampton with its acres of clean garnished sheds in which the wounded lie in serried ranks quietly awaiting the different trains i was travelling with some of them in one of the smoothly run hospital trains bound for london from engine to guard's van the interior of the long train was immaculate spotless a triumph of scientific organization of carefully thought out most admirably and consistently administered system the accommodation was simply the very best neither more nor less that modern ingenuity can provide for the easy transport of the sick and wounded for the general officer and for the private it was all precisely alike not by reason of haste or emergency or accident but because nothing better can be designed and the authorities hold that the best cannot be too good for the soldier of whatever rank who is struck down in the performance of his duty in the war which for us means the defence of civilization against the onslaught of the modern hun the mad dog of europe the train slowed down to a momentary stop half in and half out of the station at historic winchester a fast train from town had just previously passed through bringing with it early editions of the evening papers our pause was hardly appreciable perhaps we did not quite come to a standstill but one enterprising orderly managed to obtain a single copy of an evening paper through a window near the guard's van at that time i was at the far end of the train near its engine talking to some wounded men of a north country regiment in a matter of perhaps two minutes it actually was before the train had regained its full speed the news in that evening paper reached us there in the forepart of the train i am not quite sure how it came i started then on a walk through the train to its rear end it is a pleasant privilege to carry cheery news to these devoted lovers of good cheer the wounded but it was i who was given the news from every cot and with tumultuous enthusiasm among the sitting cases no more than two minutes had elapsed since we glided through winchester but rumania's come in oh yes it's official what about the balkanzug and the highway to baghdad now pretty good day for serbia this didn't some fellow say it would shorten the war by six months the blackboard riders in the trenches will be busy to-night news for fritz all right to-day this ought to show em the allies don't mean to stop at any half measures the bosch fighting machine has got to be smashed right up they ought to see it coming now well i'm glad said an elderly colonel with his right arm slung and the cool quiet satisfaction of his tone so suggestive of a man's unalterable determination was curiously impressive people have thought em slow but i suspect they had excellent reasons for biding their time you may be pretty sure they knew the best time it's a sort of underlining of the letters of fire on the wall yes i'm glad i fancy the boche will be able to read this i was unable to find a single man who had not had the news 
one heard quietly cheery murmurs of good first-rate and the like even from the sort of cases one does not speak to because they lie so still or because perhaps a glance at labels or bandages has previously told one that their condition is serious it's true is it about roumania sir said one muffled voice and i recognized a corporal for whom with some difficulty i had arranged the smoking of a cigarette on the landing stage his bandages were a very complete disguise and i had learned what i think he had known for a day or two that he would never see again i was told this corporal had thrown a number of bombs after the explosion which had robbed him forever of his sight and wounded him in half a dozen places inscrutable incomparable courage of the spirit that no devilishly inspired bosch device can ever quell the very voice of this man was eloquent of modest but quite unquenchable good cheer being english we cannot embrace such men but to the end of our days we can pay them the homage of real respect we can see to it in strictly practical ways that we never become wholly unworthy of their splendid sacrifices yes corporal it's true and then some sudden stir in one made one add and coming on top of what you did there below thripville corporal it's pretty good isn't it what they did there below thripville he was only one of that heroic band all humble all modest all invincible merely invincible i have talked with a number of them the truly great the epic episodes of this vast war are so numerous so almost continuous that the world cannot hope to know very much about nine-tenths of them but known or unknown nothing truly great can ever really be wasted it can never be as if it had not been never the measure of these episodes cannot be taken the limit of their results cannot possibly be set each is one impulse in the rhythmic symphony of pressure which is presently to rid the modern world of the most deadly peril civilization has faced in our time or any other time if there are left in berlin sanely understanding students of the cataclysm a knell must be rung in their hearts by all such episodes as that in which this simple english corporal with no thought or desire in life but just very simply to do his duty smitten to his knees and blinded by the explosion of a german shell continued fighting with the weapon he had been taught to use till carried away because he happened to be one of those who had been detailed as the phrase goes to present a forthright english no to the ferociously desperate assertion of the might of the vaunted prussian guard no we didn't let em through sir they couldn't get through us that was as much as the corporal had to say about it and it is not easy to induce any of his heroic comrades to say much more that is their english way god bless em 
yet from one here and there from a gunner officer from an intelligence officer of a unit not in the show and for that matter from the terse and pregnant lines of sir douglas haig's own communiques we know that even this unparalleled war has yielded no more splendid instance of sheer endurance of stark unshakable bravery than that wild week gave us below Threpfell where german desperation saw its most concentrated efforts and the flower of its army broken wave after wave against the cool unalterable determination of the citizen soldiers of britain's contemptible little army the men were splendid End of chapter twenty End of Psalm Battle Stories by Alec John Dawson